Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know, nonstop Viking stock. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. And this is something that teams have really known was coming. They have been waiting for the Vikings to release Kyle Rudolph. It saves the Vikings $5 million in cap, $8 million in cash at 31. Really no surprise, but he's going to have serious interest. It's not a deep... Uh, tight end free agent pool. I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Rudolph is snapped up pretty quickly. Mm. All right. Mackie and Judd, Purple Daily, executive producer Declan Goff on the buttons or the ones and twos, as our old friend Rami Makhlouf would say. Never really understood that one. Bow, bow, bow. The it ones and twos. Like the... I'm the DJ. I'm, I'm, I'm I know. making sure. I, 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 yeah, I understand. You tell me at first, Abby, you didn't go to any like bebop in 80s, you know? Bebop in bebop 80s and, Judd. Bebop in what? Judd, you know? You never went you to a Cindy Lauper concert at, right. at First Half? I went to concerts. I didn't know that it was called the ones and the twos. Well, you've never been a DJ. Yeah. DJ Dex, DJ right. P-Mac over here. That's right. DJ Jazzy Judd. I so, was going to say, I got a name for it. That Kyle Rudolph clip, we will we, we will get to later in this episode of Purple Daily. We're going to get to <sighs> drama. Is it cynicism? Something really interesting that has come out of the Kyle Rudolph, uh, I guess, release by the Vikings and his subsequent letter. Something very interesting we'll get to. But first, <laughs> predictions. We are the only show in America that actually mm-hmm. makes predictions, holds each other accountable, shines a light on our terrible predictions, and this Write That Down session is powered by Corona Hard Seltzer, Declan Goff. Oh, yes, What does is. an executive producer usually go to when he's needing to be hydrated during the week? Uh, the Well... Typically, it's the blackberry lime. I've I made my my thoughts known on that. But the weather's warming up here in Minnesota. It's fifty degrees. Yesterday, I maybe uh, maybe poured a couple mango hard seltzers into a blender ball, and because you can't what? tell what I'm drinking, I went a nice little <laughs> stroll around Minneapolis Wait, yesterday. Into a what? I poured a couple Corona hard seltzers. Okay, which is great. Mango into my little clear ball, my blender ball. You know, you know, like a, it's like a little mix that you can put water, sure, Gatorade, yeah. or protein, oh. or for me, Corona hard seltzer in. And I went on my stroll around Minneapolis, around the Stone Arch, and through Boom Island. It was a nice Did you say walk. Blunderball? Blunderball. Yeah, Blunderball. It's, it's like a you shake it up and, yeah, right? It's an Oasis yeah. song. Yeah. You yeah. ever put a little little scoop of protein in there, too, with oh, the mango Corona Hard Seltzer? I mean, what do you mean? Get the pro- your swole I, on? I, I, it's, it's two cans of mango Corona Hard Seltzer. That's enough protein for this body that is my temple, so it's great. I hope there's a restroom on this walk. No, I'm good. I have the, I believe it or not, despite my frail size, I have the bladder of a of a horse. I can I can hold it forever. Because <laughs> you sure don't have the stomach of one. No, I do not. 
Go to hard seltzer. Never seen a young man race to the bathroom as much as you do. Is the well, that's rather like reasons. being an old folks that's home. That's the other reasons I don't want to get in. I right gotta now. go. I gotta go. <laughs> bye bye. Declan, Declan, it's the morning time. Oh, the Corona Hard Seltzer is the only hard seltzer made with pure beach vibes, with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spike sparkling water with natural flavors. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. All right, let me load this in here for y'all. This is Write That Down. We have expanded the franchise. If you're not familiar with our other show that we do every day, it's called Mackie and Judd. We have a classic edition of Write That Down that goes back about five or six years. On this edition, which we just launched in the early part of 2021, three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. If you want to be part of the show, you want to be a guest listener predictor, you can send a DM to me at Phil Mackey or at Dex's Tweets on Twitter. We have uh, open DMs, and we will get you in as part of the show. All right. We all pumped up for this? We're going to get our guy in here, Chris, in just a second. Judd Zolgad has been leading the completion percentage battle to this point. I've oh, been leading the oh, touchdown oh, pass battle. You said that in past tense. I feel like it might be over. To this point. We'll see. To this point. If it holds up. Okay. And you had nothing come off the board. So both episodes. Yep. Nothing I'll write that down. Board. I have nothing come off the board. Yeah. A lot of long-term punting the ball yeah, down okay. the field, field just position. trying to put off. Field position game. Yep. Why don't you go ahead and just call me boring? Yep. Ooh, I had a couple things come off the board. Oh, Some low-hanging fruit. I said Kyle Rudolph will be cut before training camp. Yeah. Plenty of time to spare. And I said prior to April, the Vikings will either cut, restructure, or trade Riley Reef, Kyle Rudolph, or Harrison Smith. Yeah. So oh, I fall oh, on that one. Uh-oh, my lead is in jeopardy. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, no, I think it's in jeopardy. Listeners had nothing come off the board, and Declan had oh, wow. nothing come off the board. That's nice. And so because you know we haven't built up a huge database of predictions, we've only been doing this on Purple Daily for like two months, more things will start to come off the board as we get through like free agency and the draft, et cetera. Yep. So in place of that, I thought it would be fun once again to bring some predictions that are still on the board to the show, either on this show or on Mackie and Judd. Oh like God. Judd saying, remember last week, Judd said Aaron Rodgers' new celebrity girlfriend or fiance is it pronounced Shailene Woodley? Yep, Shailene Woodley. That she Break will out. never actually get married to Aaron Rodgers. Yep. I love that prediction. I'm standing by I that. I love too. that prediction. Standing by that. Yeah. I, Woodley, it will not I'm happen. a big fan of Woodley. Uh, big Little Lies, great show. And I just think Aaron Rodgers has some other things going on in his life uh, that is going to prevent him from getting married to her. A lot. Seems to have happened very quickly there. It just seems very fishy. I don't know. Yep. We'll see. Yep. Hopefully, if they do get married, she likes the Twin Cities in 2022 or 23, though. Because yeah, that would be a great place for temporary residents. California to here to see yeah. him and then go home. We'll hang out. Declan, you were on the record saying the Vikings will acquire a second-round pick in the draft. Yep. They'd have to trade something of value to get that, either a Cousins mm-hmm. or something else. You still feeling good about that one? I am. I feel really good about that, actually. Or they could trade up, you know, sure. while the draft's happening. Yeah. I feel like he's right. I predicted five years ago on Mackie and Judd that the Vikings will win a Super Bowl under Mike Zimmer. How do you feel about that now? Down the board. How do you feel about that one? About the same as I did five <laughs> years ago. Just kind of, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're good, not great. 
they can maybe win a playoff game, but probably not four of them. That's sort of how I feel. Okay. That's the other, real quick, that's the other underrated thing, because we talk so much about how can the Vikings get back to 10 or 11 wins? Well, I know that there are 10 or 11 win teams that win the Super Bowl from time to time, but like your best path if you're the Vikings is to win like 13 or 14 games at some point and get a home field advantage situation. Yep. Let's set the bar higher with our expectations. And Brother Liam, he predicted that by December 31st this year, Declan will be in a Facebook official relationship. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the possibility of that happening? I mean, I feel about the same as I did when he predicted it. Um, you know, I what are the odds right now? Uh, probably plus three fifty. Okay, plus three fifty. It's like three and a half to one kind yeah. of a deal. So right. if you know, you put down a hundred bucks, you win three hundred fifty. I'm not gonna don't don't make me the banker there, please. Wouldn't I'm not be a gonna, huge upset. No, it wouldn't be a huge upset. Uh, but it's it's definitely something to. Yeah, I'm a home dog here. I'm a little home dog here. I, I, <laughs> the odds are still in my favor. I think I'm. I'm are I'm the odds right. are the odds more that uh, geared towards it happening, Declan, or more geared towards that there's a good chance that the potential relationship as we talk right now might be toast by. New Year's Eve. I don't think it's going to be toast, pun intended. I don't think there there will be. I don't think the relationship will be toast. I think it's trending. In the, I think the ball is being moved down the field, though. Okay, you're matriculating the ball down I, the field. I right. started With your at, scripted you know, plays. There was a touchback. There was a first down, and now we're marching on the field. Okay, but it could be friends too, or it could be another punt. Yes. Like I feel like I you like to keep midfield. people around as friends and not have things go I can, awry. Con- well, yeah, sometimes. I, well, I, I sometimes can, they give no. I mean, you get punted yourself. I can, well, yeah, I can I confidently that. say if it's at midfield, I will be going forward on fourth down. Though. So I, I will not <laughs> punt on mean? third and long. I'm she just, on Twitter? I would, I would ask permission before I go forward on fourth down. Okay, and is she on times. Twitter? No, there's no, no, no. Because no. I really would like her to, no. to be. So if it does go no. south, I'd really like Th- to see this her. This person might even actually, unfortunately, be a Packer fan. So, so, so I, uh, well, yeah, that's perfect for you. Yeah, it is. That's going to be tough. You're a Packer fan. So here are the season stats. Judd Zilgad with a narrow completion percentage lead at 44%. Oh, my leads are dwindling. No touchdowns. I'm at 42%. Three three touchdowns. touchdowns. Boy, you're You're looking good. Declan at 33%. No touchdowns. Listeners have not yet gotten on the board in either of these categories. So maybe Chris can change that with his predictions this week. He is our guest listener predictor. What's up, Chris? Welcome to Purple Daily. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here, guys. So you're rocking the Harry, the Hitman jersey. Are you going to throw the ball down the field, or are you going to throw some checkdowns and just try and get the listeners on the board? Listen, I'm all all for going down the field. I am throwing it deep, 60 yards plus down the field, play action pass. Nice. Hopefully Justin Jefferson next year. No touchdowns, then we ain't going off the field. All right. So some people in the YouTube comments are complaining that every time a listener comes on, they just want to throw the ball down the field, and that's why they haven't completed a pass. But sure. I like that strategy personally. It's more fun. So we'll do this. We're going to start with Chris, and then we're going to go Judd, Declan, back to me, Phil. We'll make three chips around the room. Your predictions must be quantifiable, and let's kick it off here with Chris. What's your first Write prediction? Write it down. You like writing things down. <laughs> All right, so I got I got two predictions for the Vikings and one for football world in general. So I'm going to start off with the Vikings one. So in 2021, the Minnesota Vikings offense will rank top five in passing yards, top five in passing touchdowns, and rushing touchdowns. Wow. So a high-powered offensive attack. So top five in passing yards, top five in passing touchdowns, and top five in rushing touchdowns. Yes. Wow. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, That's a were, prolific offense. They were knocking on the door like yard, overall yardage. They were like yeah. fourth in the league. But are they going to pass that, that much? Because if, if they, they do, it changes, the, it changes the dynamic of this team 
mightily. Absolutely. I think they'll trust Teddy to throw the ball next year as the starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things down. Why you got to be like that? All right, Judd. Okay, so part, part one of my write that down on on Mackie and Judd was that Kyle Rudolph would sign with the with Seattle, okay? Yep. That was part one. Now, my callback is this for write that down as far as uh, Purple Daily goes. Kyle Rudolph will catch a touchdown pass against the Vikings in 2021. Oh man, Kyle Rudolph. So, but I am not. But but I am not saying in this one, Seattle. So, Dex, all I'm saying here is Kyle Rudolph will catch a touchdown pass against the Vikings in 2021. Okay, all right. Okay, so like I'm it. giving my so like if he goes to Arizona or something like that, dude. What if he? Goes I've to got the, some leeway. Could he go to the Packers? Oh God. Go ahead. I don't care. I don't know. I could pa- see. I, I could see him. I could see him going to the Bears. Actually, the Bears. ooh, mm-hmm. ooh I, yeah. I like that one. I can see that happening. I like that one. I think he'd love two cracks at the Vikings. Obviously, mm-hmm. but we're and we're going to get to some very mm-hmm. interesting things about the thing that he wrote on the Players Tribune. But I don't think I like he it. like hates the Vikings organization because he he definitely has. He wants to show him. No, I There's, think he wants to show him. He wants to show him he's not done. Exactly. Write it down. You like writing I'm things with you. down. All right, Dex. All right, we were talking off Mike a little bit about Harrison Smith. So write this down. Harrison Smith's next contract will be worth up to a reported $20 million. So the total contract. I don't know if it's the total. Well, maybe. Just, <laughs> well, you've got to decide oh, what it wording. is. The wording oh, is. You can't, you can't just do that. The wording, is, the wording is Harrison Smith's next contract will be worth up to a reported $20 million. Okay. Okay. So I'm not saying not it's 20 guaranteed. I'm not saying it's right. 20 You're just saying 20 million. It's going to be reported as okay. like. So up. if it's, if let's say just in theory, let's say mm-hmm. it's a two year, 20 million. It's a two year, $20 million deal with 10 million guaranteed. Yep. It counts. Yes. Because it's 20 million. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yep. So if, if we see that, if that uh, is included in the story, you get the points. Correct. Yep. Okay. 20 million write or up to down. 20 million. Okay. Cool. All right. Write this down. The next contractual domino to fall for the Vikings will be Riley Reef. So I don't know if I can be any more clear than that. Like the next thing that That's will easy. happen for the Vikings will contractually will be Riley Reef. Perfect. So Okay. Write this down. All right, back to Chris, your second prediction. All right. So this one's not Vikings related. Um I'm predicting that for the twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two season, this will be the last seasons that Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson will play for their respective teams. Okay. So 2022, they will all be on another team. So tw- so this year, so after this year, you're saying, just to help quantify this, by the 2022 week one, you're saying all three of those guys will be on different teams? Yes, yeah. Love it. And Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers will be a Viking. <laughs> Can we make that part of it. Oh. <laughs> Actually, if those other two dudes are available, I'd rather have. I, yeah, I take Desha- I take Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I'd fall on that sword without down. a problem. All right, back to Judd. All right, Anthony Barr has played his last game as a Viking. Ooh. Anthony Barr has played his last game as a Viking because the word is that he has balked at restructuring or redoing his contract, and I don't see how you can afford to bring him back if you don't redo. That contract, yeah. You still, even if you cut him, so you save like seven million of the cap. You also have to eat a lot of money. You do, too. you do. But if he's going to come, but if he says buzz off, I don't think that you can just to say, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's a lot to spend right there. So yep. I think that with the cap coming down, 
Anthony Barr has played his last game. Declan Goff is a Viking. Okay. All right. Over to Declan, your second prediction. All right. The Vikings will have reported interest in Melvin Ingram by a credible source. So yeah. we'll, we'll do our two-thirds majority there, credible source, but the Vikings will have reported interest in defensive end Melvin Ingram. Okay. like it. Write this down. All right. Write this down. The Vikings' <clears throat> biggest guaranteed money free agent signing will be an offensive player this year. So I'm going with guaranteed money, as it's reported, which is almost always way less than like the total contract value. But the most guaranteed money they will drop on a free agent signing this cycle is on an it will be on an offensive player. Okay, off the record, I think it'll be an offensive lineman. I think they're going to spend on like a left guard, even if they have to over. Be careful. Be careful. Off the record. Off the record. You like writing things down. All right. right. Off the record. Back to Chris. Your final prediction. All right. So now this is. Heavy, heavy, heavy speculation. Um, could I ask Declan to give me a soundbite? I got you, Dex. Yeah, thank you. Reckless speculation. So in the 2022... I'm sorry. I love, when, I love when listeners call for their own production. Yes. It's the best. That's it awesome. Is. Makes my day. I've been thinking about this for a while. So in the 2022 NFL draft, with heavy pressure from ownership, so from the Wilfs, the Vikings... In the first ten picks, we'll draft a quarterback. Ooh. Which which draft again? Twenty twenty two. So next twenty twenty two. Oh yeah. next year. That makes perfect sense. So actually, too. so it, it's a parlay, really, if you think about it, because you're you're predicting that they will that they will somehow either with their record or with a trade pick in the first ten picks. Mm-hmm. So this this let's say the Vikings finish in the playoffs. This doesn't come off the board until the tenth pick comes off the board in Correct. the draft. Because they could trade yep. up, they could trade back into the. And then Cousins the is gone. Or is yep. he? Or is he? Are they put? Are they put top the ten four- quarterback? I don't think can sit for a year, right? Would they? Would they eat a forty-five million cap hit? With oh, Kirk as the backup quarterback in two thousand twenty. The production was awesome, and the prediction is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So, Chris, great work. Is there anyone in your life that you'd like to thank that got you to this point as a Purple Daily Write That Down uh, contributor? So I'd like to thank my buddies, Billy, Austin, and Josh, for keeping me involved in football talk every day. And then my dad uh, for making me become a Vikings fan. Uh, my two biggest memories of him uh, were him screaming at the TV uh, and when Brett Favre threw the interception across the middle. And then when Blair Walsh missed the kick, I thought we were not going to have a TV after those games. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Well, Chris, great work. We'll get you on again sometime, and good luck to your three predictions, all right? Sounds good. Thank you, guys. All right, that's guest listener Write it down. You like writing things down. Chris, and we'll go back to Judd here. Okay, my last write that down for this uh, Vikings slash NFL edition. Joe Thune will not sign with the Vikings. Okay, buzz killing. Joe Thune will not sign with the Minnesota Vikings. Like is usually during the draft, like when before COVID, when there were draft parties and stuff, right? <laughs> Almost every time an offensive guard would be picked, the the team's fan base would boo, right? Because it's not sexy. Oh, here they start boo. crying, they cry of tears cry. of joy. There would be a standing oh, ovation. I can't believe you took a guard. <laughs> That's great. We would have a parade for Joe Thune coming off the private jet yes. for his visit. All right, and by the way, a guy like Joe Thune, if I, I don't know, is is Manny's open downtown? I think they're doing some stuff, right? I think. That's usually the play where Rick Spielman and company bring the free agents to Manny's. Yeah, Manny's, yes. And they go in the back room and they just spend like $5,000 each on oh, meat and alcohol. Yeah, Crystal and all that good stuff gets I bet a Joe Thune could do some serious damage at Manny's downtown. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Dex, your final prediction. All right, final prediction. Sean Mannion 
will not be the Vikings' active backup on week one of the NFL season. I like it. Yeah. So I'm implying the there best. that, number one, I hope to God he just isn't on this team because I would like to see someone else be the backup. Or two, maybe he's hurt or something and someone else has to be the active backup. But Sean Manning will not be the Vikings' active backup. Care to predict one. who you think will be the uh, backup? Rookie. Probably a rookie. Mm-hmm. A rookie. Or Jake Browning. Or the Lord and Savior, Jake Browning, a.k.a. Kyle Slaughter 2.0. Yeah, congratulations. All right, final prediction here. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Rudy to the Patriots. Kyle Rudolph <laughs> right. will sign with the New England Patriots. Okay. You know, whenever, whenever that is. No end date needed because he'll sign with somebody. And those are your predictions every single Wednesday, both on Mackie and Judd and on Purple Daily editions uh, of Write That Down. You can find we're the only show that actually holds each other accountable for these. And we have a blast. And we welcome you guys, the listeners, into it. Should we get to the, I don't know if it's drama or if we're just being cynical. We touched on this for a while on Mackie and Judd. Well, it's worth exploring on this show. It's too. not just us, though, because it's there. Or more importantly, it's not there. Like, I don't blame us here. Right. This is not reckless speculation that we picked out of thin air. No, in fact, it was. It's sitting right in front. It's been this article right. has been out so for I, a but, day. But what like I'm no saying, one... but what I'm saying is, I am not for one second going to fall on the sword of we created this. Mm-hmm. So I'll just rip the bandaid off here, okay? And if you want to call us Kirk haters, you can call us Kirk haters. But I find it interesting mm-hmm. that on the PlayersTribune.com yesterday, Kyle Rudolph wrote a two thousand word ode to Minnesota and the Vikings. There's even a whole section of. So many people I want to thank. Ownership, people behind the scenes you've never heard of, some coaches, and then he gets into the players and my teammates over the course of 10 years. Obviously, it would be way too long of a list to get into any sort of roll call. But then he gets into a roll call, (laughs) and he lists a bunch of players, including former quarterbacks he played with. There's an ode to Sam Bradford in here. There's an ode to Teddy Bridgewater. There's an ode to Matt Castle. Greatest guy Matt ever. Matt Castle. The, one of the great human beings ever. And that's awesome. And I, you know, I, I met mean, Matt Castle a couple yeah. times. He's, he's a good guy. Yeah, nice guy. For yeah. sure. 2,000 words. Boy, he must have thanked every quarterback he ever played with. Zero mentions of Kirk Cousins. What? Zero mentions of Kirk Cousins in this article. We even did the Control F search to see if we're missing something. Mm-hmm. And we searched for Kirk. We searched for Cousins. We did the case-sensitive thing. Yep. We combed through this. That's interesting. I think interesting at best. Like, it's it's interesting. Yeah. It also just feels like a very intentional slight. Like, if you're going to write a 2,000-word ode to your former franchise and all your former teammates and players and stuff, right, the guy that threw you the second most touchdown passes of any quarterback in your career, Christian Ponder being number one, also omitted disrespectfully from this article. Which at least made a little more sense. It's it's intentional, right? Like, you comb through this. Other people read through this. Someone probably said to him, hey, um, you did forget. You, you, you named a lot of guys, a lot of former quarterbacks. You did forget to name Kirk. And he probably said, I didn't forget to name Kirk. Yeah. I'm good. What do you think of this? It's intentional 1,000%. He, so, so the Vikings put out the release, um, I believe, late afternoon on Tuesday. All right? Moments, no, simultaneously, this 2,000-word opus is published, playerstribune.com. It's very well written, by the way, yes. and I thought he did an awesome job with it. That's not it, the point, perfect. but the point is this had been, this was not a, a spur of the moment. I've got to write 2,000 quick words. I just got let go. Hold on a second. It's going to be timed up, synced up perfectly to when I get let go. Kyle was clearly told and knew 
that this was coming, which is absolutely fine. You know what? Ten years, ten years in this league to be with one team is an eternity. So it's absolutely great. It's fine. But I figure he's probably spent mm, two months working on drafts of this, who he wanted to thank. Yeah, it's a big deal. Just as importantly, who he didn't want to thank. Events that he was citing that happened during the course of his time with the Vikings. All of those things, okay? I think you're right. I think that he was probably told at some point in time, hey, I've, you know, I've read through this a couple times for you, Kyle. There's no mention of Kirk Cousins. That seems odd. And Kyle said, yeah, you're right. There's not. And that's fine. Um, So to act for one second like it's an oversight, to act like it means nothing, who cares, when he is thanking the entire equipment staff, Matt Castle, when he is, in my opinion, I don't think he did this with malicious intent, but he is taking an indirect shot at Case Keenum by saying if Bradford stays healthy in 2017, in Kyle's opinion, they win a Super Bowl? Like, this is all well-constructed, and he has given thought, and he has has praised a lot of folks, and he has dissed a few. But to leave Kirk out is to diss Kirk. And, and I guess my question is why? Um, but I am not going, there's no way that I am naive enough to sit here and say, if Kyle had this to do again, he would have included Kirk. It's very, very intentional to me. It's not something that you just, you don't just forget about the guy that threw you the football for three years and threw you touchdown passes that you're going to remember for the rest of your career, right? Like, it's 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 a very intentional thing. The other thing I found interesting about this was Kirk Cousins retweeted the article. So, so Rudolph put out the article on Twitter yesterday afternoon, and, you know, it was Vikings fan. I don't have it in front of me, but, like, it was just a link to the article and like, thank you everybody, Minnesota. Yep. And Kirk's, I say Kirk's account because I don't think it was him that sent this tweet said a pros pro best hands and smartest player I've ever played with. And then there's a photo that he attached Kirk's account of Kyle Rudolph making that catch in the corner of the end zone against the saints in the playoffs. And then in parentheses, it says photo credit Associated Press. <laughs> and Kirk's I'm sorry, but like, Kirk's got a lot of things going on in his life. <laughs> I don't think he's thinking about like journalistic integrity. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a photo off the internet. I'm gonna credit the Associated Press. So clearly a handler. And I think my question there is if you knew that one of your closest teammates, and I don't I'm not pretending that they're friends, and I'm not saying they hang out out the field. I don't know what their relationship dynamic is, but clearly like Rudolph didn't think enough of it to mention him in two thousand words in this article. Right. And if you knew that one of your closest coworkers omitted you from a 2,000-word ode where he mentioned all kinds of other people, mm-hmm. would you knowingly retweet that article and, and praise him? Like, I actually think if Kirk read through that and saw the snub and still said, let's retweet it and give him some love, then, I, then you know what? I actually think that's a great move by Kirk. He's rising above he's Matt Castle, a snub. The greatest guy of all or time. Or did he not know that there was a snub and his team just obliviously retweeted this thing? I want to know more about oh, that it's, dynamic. It's, it's door two, right? It's got to be door two. <laughs> that it's a, more of an oblivious retweet? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they literally went to, to the AP service, pulled a photo, and credited them, which is fine. But, I mean, that is that is a, we should do this. Being oblivious to the fact that Kyle had snubbed their client. And I, you know what? So I'm being called a muckraker by people on Twitter right now for pointing this out. Oh, hold on. Uh, no. For being negative. For, a muckraker for is a, the by pot. the way, congratulations. Great Pokemon, muck. That is a great term. 
Muckraker is a that is that should make your day. But is this? It, are we just stirring the pot with this? Like no one else is talking about this because it's un, kind of uncomfortable, right? It's like, oh man, everyone loves Rudy. Well, do you a lot really, of people love Kirk? Why? Why didn't he include Kirk's really, name? Do you it's really? Weird. Do you really think for one <laughs> it means second? Something. Yes. Do you really think for one second that he accidentally for? This is a guy who is calculated in Kyle, intelligent, smart, had a big hand in a two thousand word. I'll say the word again, opus, and left out his quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he left out Ponder too. No, it's done on purpose. It's done on purpose. And to, I like I don't understand if people don't like us talking about this. Why? Because we should ignore it. Like what? What's the reason? This is why sports fans live. Like we live for this. We I live want, for trying I, I to need, figure things out. I this, need to know more about why this, this relationship isn't, you know isn't on the level of including his name in a 2,000-word open. But you tell me this, guys. What is the reason if, if our stance should be, this doesn't help the team, who cares, why should we think that? Yeah, well, we're not, we're not here to, like, cover up for the team. No, we're, we're that's, here, I'm we're here with to, you. We want this team to win a Super Bowl before we die. That's the mission statement of this show. And if the quarterback doesn't have the full attention and the full collaboration of the people that he plays with, that matters. Like, Kyle Rudolph is a leader in that locker room. Well, what does this say about Kyle, too? Like, this says things about lots of people, potentially, right? It's interesting. We're probably never going to get the full story, but it's interesting. Judd, um, any more thoughts on this, or do you want to get to your your pecking order of the top five tight ends in Vikings history? My last thought on this is very, very simple. Embrace the juicy. Ladies and gentlemen, embrace the juicy. This is juicy. Okay? Like, let's not... By the way, that's muck. That's that's Phil Mackey <laughs> causing up a muck. Oh, this I is, like the muck. The, uh, muck rake. Muck rake. This is literally a Pokemon named Muck. Uh, he, he's poison heavy. So he's a poison heavy Pokemon. He likes to poison his opponents, and that's Phil Mackey. That's he's me. Muck. Oh, no. Muck raker, though, is an old school term, you guys. It's a fantastic term. In fact, I'm going to... Uh, Google it right now, muckraker. Let's see what the definition is officially. Muckraker, M-U-K-M-U-C-K-R-A-K-E-R. They were reformed-minded journalists in the progressive era oh. in, in the U.S. from the 1890s to the 1920s who exposed established institutions and leaders, according to Wikipedia, um, as corrupt. Okay. As corrupt. As corrupt. Got it. Muckraker. Muckraker. Phil Mackie. So uh, just real quick, because um, I'm, I'm I'm responding to tweets while we do this, too. It's very disrespectful. We're doing a show and I'm responding to tweets, but actually it's not at all. I just did the same thing. <laughs> so at Street History says, well, it's just as like LeBron returning to Cleveland and writing that letter for the for the Players Tribune no. or SI and not mentioning Andrew Wiggins. It's not like that. LeBron James and Andrew Wiggins never played together. It, it's Kyrie. Well, this is when he left the heat to come. No, play but with no, Kyrie. but I, no, but I'm saying I'm saying Kyle and Kirk. Is is yeah? It's like if Kyrie, LeBron and Kyrie. That's fair. If Kyrie leaves, and I mean Kyrie did diss LeBron a couple times, and he dissed him, on the yeah. way out. But and guess so, what? It got talked about a obvious. ton. Yeah. So, anyhow, all right, that's juicy. Come at us in the YouTube comment sections if you think we're just being cynical and and negative. Yeah, muckraker. Maybe we're just muckrakers. All right. Yes, all right, I let's got fire my top up five. a pecking order here to wrap the show. Judd Zolgad's top five tight ends in Vikings history. We'll see if there's another snub here. Go. See if, if Rudy makes your top five. <laughs> Rudy's going to make my top five. I got news for you. I'll spoil that part. All right. My top five working backwards. You know what I'm going to start with? I'm going to start with number six. So I'm going to start with the guy that just missed this list. And he was a great player, but unfortunately, injuries shortened his career. 
and he had one great year, but I think he had knee problems. Our friend, former Vikings broadcaster, Joe Sensor, who, by the way, had 79 receptions in 1981. Yeah. That's, 79 that's a big receptions. Then. Yeah. Big time. And, and played in 49 games, but he is just off the list because he didn't have the necessary longevity to make my top five. Number five, our guy, let it all hang out on occasion, Vasante Shanko. Five years as a Viking, wow. a, a very disappointing first year, and then began to come around. And in 2009 with Brett Favre was uh, absolutely great. 208 receptions, uh, 2,424 yards, and 24 touchdowns in 80 games. He is number five. Number four, going old school to a guy that played in 131 games over 11 years with the Vikings, Stu Voigt. 177 receptions, 1,919 yards, 17 touchdowns. Old school, Stu Voigt is number four. Number three, you can't quantify him necessarily with statistics, but you can with with the fact that he played 13 years and he played in 181 games. And he was, as they like to say, a load, but he was a great blocker. And caught some passes, Jimmy Kleinsasser. Oh, yeah. 192 catches, 1,688 yards. The incredible thing is, boys, 13 years, right? So, long time. Six touchdown catches. Yeah, he wasn't. Because he just didn't catch touchdowns. Yeah, he was, he was an unheralded, just grinder, behind-the-scenes player. Yeah. So, Kleinsasser, Voigt, and Shanko are three, four, and five. And number two on the list, he's not number one is Kyle Rudolph. Fair. 10 years, 453 catches, 4,488 yards, 48 touchdowns, 140 games played. But he is number two because number one on the list is Steve Jordan. 13 years. He is uh, He's sixth on the Vikings' all-time pass-catching list. And Kyle, by the way, is 10th. Jordan caught 498 passes over 13 years for 6,307 yards and 28 touchdowns in 176 games. I don't think it's a debate. I think it's Jordan, Kyle, mm-hmm. and then I've got, again, three, four, and five, Jim Kleinsasser, Stu Voigt, and Vasante Shanko. No love for Jermaine Wiggins? Just off the list. Yeah, I love the Jer- heck? I love Jermaine, but longevity was not his friend as a Viking. No love for uh, Tyler Gronklin? <laughs> well, he might make it still. The hurdle over he, Al Harris. He on, might he might make it still, right? On Christmas Eve is worth him getting on there. A Jermaine Wiggins? Yes. He was so fun to cover, man. He was great. But no. But I think that Kyle is a very, I, I think Kyle, in fairness, is a very solid number two on this list. Yep, that's fair. He's a very good Vikings player, very good 10-year career. And you guys and were a, right. Very good at Ring of Honor guy. Cousins in his players. Ring team. of Honor guy. I, I think he gets in. Yep. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily with Mackie and Judd, Declan. We'll see you guys tomorrow.